Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Coffee Chat. It's been a couple of days. Dr. Jane, great to be back. And I want to thank the benefactor of this cup, Rena. Rena Michelson. Rena, thank you so much for your cups. Rena had sent me six cups, and this is our third. I'm going to go every other gift um, with them. So thank you for the beautiful select. Uh, collection and selection this one is second chronicles 2020 i love these because they all have a theme and then the on the back of the cup is the biblical citation and it says have faith in the lord your god and you will be upheld and yes monday december 11th four days ago i was upheld thank you Thank you, Lord. Thank you to everyone for the prayers, the hedge of protection. You know, people have a lot of opinions about the lawsuit that Malone perpetrated against me falsely uh, with these, uh, uh, most of you could see if you listened in on the hearing on Monday, you got a better idea of how baseless, how phony, um, he outright lied. They lied. He and his lawyers lied to the court. And then when they filed the amended complaint, right, months ago, oh, we want to add more. They lied again about, about Dr. Bregan and me. And, and in fact, that we were going around the country together in what Malone phrased as a group grope. You know, he's got these fancy words and you know, this was, I wanna, I wanna let you guys know something that you, you might not know yet. And this is what really restores my faith in a little bit of the court system. The judge presiding, the federal judge in this case, you know, he went to federal court. So you have federal judges that are lifetime appointed, they can do anything they want. But the hope is that they, that they decide on the law fairly without fear of being co-opted or pressured by any group on any one side. This was a Clinton, a Bill Clinton appointee. And you know what? Kudos to Judge Moon. Not because you vote, not because you sided with me, but because you did the right thing and you understand the law as it was edu as I was educated on it by my attorneys. This never was a legitimate defamation case and he's got a bad you know, Malone's got a bad record now. First of all, I think his credibility is shot to hell. That's my opinion. Want to sue me for that? Malone is zero and three right now. He is, he's lost three cases. He, the WAPO case for $50 million in defamation was tossed. The Breggins case, tossed. Ruby case, tossed. Get a clue, get a clue Malone, get into the lab. Try to find the antidote to this thing that's murdering babies and children and taking out humanity, okay? Do something constructive with your life rather than sue people on your side. Now, you know, some ankle biters and some trolls have had a few words, uh, you know, uh, I don't like your attitude, uh, you know, you're angry. Yeah, 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 my family was threatened. 
my livelihood, my ability to survive was threatened. Do you know what the implications are for a $25 million lawsuit? If you don't get on that and defend it and defend it strongly, bigly, the, the potential ramifications were, could have been devastating. You're not under that pressure. So when you judge somebody like me, oh, you're angry, you're this, you're, you're, you know, when a woman takes a strong stand, you know, when a woman is a David against a Goliath, she gets mislabeled a bitch or she gets mislabeled bitter or she's this or that. No, she's strong and she has faith. She's strong. 99% of you wrote in and said, wow, you stood in that wind. Speaking of wind, that's what you're hearing today. You're hearing a lot of wind through these palm trees and the oak trees. Um, we're getting some crazy weather for the next day or two with high, high winds and not hurricane or anything like that. But, you know, you try standing in that wind. You're talking about, he jumped into my Telegram channel in September, Labor Day weekend of 22. We've been under his threats, his phony cease and desist letter. And, oh, well, you know, well, when people don't stop after they get a cease and desist letter, yeah, people don't stop because they have the right to speak. They have the right to ask medical and scientific so-called authorities, you know, questions without getting sued. Of course we continue because we weren't doing anything wrong. But I couldn't say that. I, you know, I had to follow certain parameters, according to my great counsel. Uh, my, my lawyer uh, up in Virginia, Craig Merritt, is a First Amendment lawyer. He's called a super lawyer, which is a technical term, actually, for just really high quality, great reputation. But the star of my show was Ronnie Bittman. Ronnie Bittman was referred to me by another great lawyer, uh, Sean McBride, who I had interviewed late summer in 22. And so when Malone started to you know, flip around his threats, I called Sean and I said, you know, Sean, I, I just moved to Florida like a year or so ago and I don't know anybody down here. Um, you know, and he gave me the names of several people who were all wonderful. One of them was, um, I can say now, was Harmeet Dillon, who's represented President Trump. She was wonderful. She said, Jane, I'll take your, Dr. Jane, I'll take your case all day long. All day long. Bring it. She wanted her, you know, moment with Malone, I guess. I don't know. I'm just thinking. And, but, you know, she's, uh, I would have loved to have had her, but she's, you know, understandably three times the hourly rate. Uh, but it would have been fun had I been endlessly rich to watch her rub this thing in its, its, this nose, you know, into the ground. She's one of those people of the three. They all said the same thing to me. Nothing here meets the threshold for defamation. It's a, it's a, it's a, a punishment. It's a slap down. It's an intimidation case. We can tell right away. And then they knew about Malone's first lawyer, Stephen Biss, with the terrible reputation of filing fake lawsuits. And he's actually been reprimanded by the courts on paper in the public domain. So 
I'm grateful to God, grateful to all of you for standing with me. Your prayers, your donations, your letters and emails of inspiration and encouragement. Hang in there. I know it'll turn out right, Dr. Jane. You're on the side of right. God has, has this. He's got his arms around you. You're in the blood of Jesus. All that love and support. And reminder that God has this was so appreciated. And I just want to say that. Um, there was no case. There never was a case. And when people would say, would write and say, well, you know, Dr. Jane, you know, what did you, what did, you know, just, just like when you come home and you say to your mom, the bully pushed me in the park. And the mom said, if the mom says, well, what did you do to make him do that? That immediately implies guilt. I try not to do that to people. That's a terrible thing to do. It's like telling a rape victim, you know, well, what did you do to entice him to rape you? <laughs> no, you got the whole thing wrong. Um, but then I realized, you know, that the documents were public. Just launched my new website, which is far and away better than anything I've ever had. Thank you, AWEX Marketing. Um, and in, in there, we put a dedicated page. You can see the little tab at the top. It's so user-friendly, my new site. Um, and it says Malone v. Ruby. We haven't uploaded the, the minute order, the little short summary that the judge put out hours later after he dismissed it. I want to give the webmaster a chance to rest. She worked so hard, uh, so incredibly hard. Frankie Rodriguez with AWEX Marketing. Oh, my God. Dedicated. Just, you got to give her a break. <laughs> anyway, um, so we've got that page, and you can see every document, major document, his complaint, my response, his amended complaint, my amended response, you know, his, the motion to dismiss the WAPO case, um, what we didn't put in there was the judge's order to release Stu Peters' company. You know, Stu Peters was never sued by Malone, which was very suspicious to me. Uh, but his company that he's a one-third owner in, Red Voice Media, that immediately dumped me, by the way, nice loyalty after Malone jumped in. So I think they were all kind of maybe in cahoots or having a discussion, let's just say. Uh, but but this order came down in March of this year where the judge said, well, you had like 12 weeks to serve, to, which activates the lawsuit, uh, everybody, and you didn't serve Red Voice Media. Hmm. So what the judge said is, after all this time and all my requests to either do one or the other, you didn't serve Red Voice Media, so that tells me you want them out. So I'm signing an order releasing them. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, interesting, right? So, I just want to share with you some of the fun parts, because I know many of you are writing going, I can't wait for that coffee chat, that next coffee chat when Dr. Jane, you know, after... Many of you were on the call. By the way, uh, they had given us all the Zoom information as a public Zoom. So when Malone's lawyer tried to say, <coughs> well, judge, uh, to, or to the court clerk, um, the reason you got so many people on the call is because I, I just found out that the, the def one of the defendants, you know, uh, publicized it. Yeah, because it was public, you dumb nuts. So 
I think there were, you know, Zoom sometimes only holds, like you can only have so many people on, depending on what Zoom package you have. And so what they did was they, they told everybody who wasn't a direct participant in the case, and I could see, I couldn't say anything, I was muted, but I could see the number of people. And I think it was more than their system could handle. So they shifted everybody off of the Zoom and they asked people to call in and listen to the audio, which, which was fine. And many of you were on the audio. I, I felt the love, I felt the support, it was great. Uh, what I will tell you is that there were, you know, when, when Dr. Bregan's lawyer, Dr. Um, Peter and Ginger's lawyer, Mr. Stanley was going through his, you know, points on behalf of them. And sometimes when Ronnie Bittman, and I want to plug him because if you're an influencer out there or you know influencers, this guy has been by my side for a number of situations. He's the best for influencers, um, sports, um, public figures. Great guy. Has your back. Careful with his time and work. Just amazing and super smart. And I think you saw that or heard that on Monday. You got a glimpse of it. But when Mr. Stanley, Bregan's lawyer, and Ronnie Bittman, my lawyer, you know, were at different times were making different points, I could see on the Zoom, uh, Evan Mayo, I think his name is, which is the guy who stepped in for Stephen Biss for Malone. Um, he was smirking, he was like a young guy, really didn't know what he was doing. Uh, and at one point the judge said to him, okay, you have the burden of proof to prove that she should be, this case should be heard uh, if it goes forward in the state, in the state of Virginia. And <clears throat> so what's your evidence? And he went on, blah, 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 blah. and then the judge said, uh, you said that she made statements, Dr. Ruby made statements that were directed to the state of Virginia. What did she, where, can you cite some statements where she said state of Virginia? Or Commonwealth, same thing. They're both, it's still a state. And blah, 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 nothing happened. And I could see this judge's wheels turning. The guy's a senior federal judge. I think he's been around the horn a few times. So <clears throat> when the judge got to the end and said, well, I'm going to make a decision now, there's no jurisdiction. Now, Interestingly, we had two motions on the table. Motion to dismiss on personal jurisdiction and motion to dismiss for failure to state a claim, which means you don't have a case. It's all BS. For those of you on the call, you understand that there was considerable discussion on the merits. How my attorney and Mr. Stanley, Bregan's attorney, made the point that these claims were mishmashed a real crappy piece of legal briefing, okay? In Malone's complaint. That's essentially what they were saying. <clears throat> it was, you don't, you, it was lumped together. Uh, here's a complaint. Bregan's and Ruby. Citation, some of the citations they posted went nowhere. You can look it up yourself. You can, on my website, drjaneruby.com, drjaneruby.com, Malone v. Ruby, pull it down, click on it. You can download or you can read it. And you can see where they put links. Uh, Dr. Bregan said this, or Dr. Jane Ruby said this. And then when you go and click on it, a couple times it went nowhere, 
a couple times it went exactly to what was said in an interview, which is what I said, Bregan said, or, you know, X, Y, and Z said, or in this interview. And so um, I could, I could see him, you know, Evan Mayo smirking and, but when the judge got to the end and he started to say, you know, I'm going to make a decision and there is no jurisdiction. Uh, and he also included, though, in the minute summary that I posted on my Twitter and Telegram, that it was being dismissed for jurisdiction and claim. So when people say, well, you got off on a technical, got off. What did I get off on? Being falsely accused of something? Ooh, I got away with it. He's lucky he's not in contempt of court for lying to the court. Yeah, those are, you know, sworn um, documents. And he lied. He lied. He has no credibility. So anyway, when the judge said that and then was kind of wrapping up with procedurally, we'll do this, I'll get an order out to soon, um, bop, 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 uh, I get a text from my attorney and he says, it, it, it's over. It's over. So I, I knew. And it was, it was really cool. I want to share some of the things that you don't know because those of you, you you're so supportive of me. And I know you love hearing this, this stuff. Um, the first call, I, I was getting, my phone was blowing up and people wanted me on their shows and they wanted to come on live and people were just texting me and, you know, uh, some family and friends. And, uh, but the first call was from Ronnie and it was great because he and I have been in the trench, right? Since last September. And so he, you know, we debriefed and he clarified. He's so smart. He's such a great, great, great business partner. And the second call was from the Breggins. And, you know, we were both instructed not to have direct conversations while this was an active lawsuit. And it's a shame because before that, we were getting to be friendly. And I love them. They're, they're beautiful, loving people. Dr. Bregan is super smart. He's an MD psychiatrist. He's famous for you know, kind of educate, don't medicate, you know, uh, trying to stop like, you know, electroshock therapy and other barbaric, his, I think his nickname was the conscience of psychiatry. And uh, I'm just so delighted to be, you know, friends with them. So we had moments of joy and love and we could talk about a lot more things, you know, because when you're in an active lawsuit, you're all, all, almost de facto, in what's called a document hold. So anything you, you I've told people, do not write to me about this case. I'm not gonna answer you because at some point, we don't know where it's going. It could become, you know, um, I guess discovery. So I said, I'm gonna follow my lawyer's instructions. So it was such a relief when once the case is over, you know, I, I could, we could talk again. And, and so we, we kind of, you know, chatted and kibitzed and, you know, just in, just reveled in the joy together because we knew what each other was feeling and thinking. That justice had been done. That justice had been served in a court. That not every court is gone. That even someone who's appointed by, you know, someone whose values we don't like, right? Um, a, a president on the left, the far left, you know, could still do the right thing, could still, you know, figure out the law, apply the law properly. And then of course, you know, there was the rest of the afternoon was, you know, lots of, you know, family, friends, a lot of reporters, 
calling, which I did not answer. But I stood firm because I did have faith in God. I didn't believe God would allow this to happen to me without covering me. And I was right. And I, I'm, I just want to thank God publicly. All the glory and the honor goes to you, my Lord, my Savior, my, my beloved Lord. So, look, I have to be strong. I'm not naive. I know there are feds, ankle biters, uh, CIA, spooky people, their minions, and just general trolls, okay? In and around my social media, uh, they, they pay people to try to besmirch my reputation, to spread lies about me. You know who I am. I've never deviated. Uh, I, I try to clarify the record. I don't want to give it oxygen. But when somebody says something to you about me publicly that's 180 degrees from what I've ever said or done or stood by, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's on them. Okay. Um, so what I want to explain briefly, and then I'll just jump to a couple other closing things is that, um, the legal fees, the case is dismissed, but everything is not over yet. And that would be the best way to explain it to you in the minute order, which again is on my Twitter and telegram. It's a very brief, it's kind of like a summary. And he says, dismissing on jurisdiction and merit. And what he said in the hearing was, because Malone's lawyer asked for 30 days to make an argument against Malone paying legal fees. We have already, uh, I, did, I, I, I think it was apparent in my paperwork that you could see on my website and download, but we had already, we put in Malone's tweet from March where he said, I hope this thing puts a chill on social media and the internet. You know, Mr. Free Speech, Malone, fake Malone doctrine, right? Um, we already put in our paperwork a request for the judge to cite Malone's, what we believe is Malone's violation of the Virginia anti-SLAP laws. SLAP stands for Strategic Lawsuit Against Public Participation. And it's filing a lawsuit for defamation to at least temporarily shut somebody up, intimidate them, uh, make them spend tons of money and distract them from free speech. He clearly met all the criteria it, as far as Ronnie and I were, my legal team was concerned. So we've already filed a request for the judge to apply the SLAP law. Now they tried to pull a fast one and say, well, if there's no jurisdiction, then how can the judge decide on SLAP on a Virginia law? Because you filed it in Virginia, you dumb cluck try to get away with that. You file, where am I going to go? Montana to get relief on a slap, anti-slap? Come on. So, the, but the judge has to consider that and look up law and precedent. So he gave Malone's lawyer, Evan Bio or Mayo, Mayo, gave him 30 days to submit a brief in opposition 
to attorney's fees. Now, the judge can cite um, a violation of Virginia's slap law, anti-slap law, and award fees. But the judge can also say, you know what, this doesn't fall under slap. But I'm, but but he, he he has every discretion, and given the nature of this case, and that he just dismissed the last two cases for Malone of Malone that Malone brought before him, he can still award attorneys' fees based on that. Okay, and my lawyers tell me it's it's an all or nothing when they award attorneys' fees. They don't they don't pick and choose. Well, we'll give you back this, but we won't give you back that. If they award attorneys' fees, it's everything. And as you know, I've always said, if I get my attorney's fees remunerated back from Malone, I am going to set up a meeting with Give, Send, Go. We're going to, I'm going to talk to them about how this possibly could be done. Now, the tricky part is that many of you have written to me privately and publicly and said, um, Dr. Jane, for everything you've been through, I don't want it back or, you know, keep it um, to, to finish out, you know, because... Monday was probably a very expensive day. Malone cost me, by filing in Virginia, I had to get a Virginia lawyer, but I, had a, I have the Florida lawyer already on my team from the cease and desist letter back in September of 22, remember. So I had to have two sets of two lawyers, two law firms uh, in the deposition, or in the hearing, sorry, wrong term, in the hearing on Monday. So there, 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 we got to get those final bills and then make sure they're all paid and then work with Give, Send, Go. Once we know everything is over, uh, so it could be several months. It depends on when the judge comes back with decision, what I can work out with Give, Send, Go. But that is my every intention, always has been. Because you stood with me. You should have this money back. It's not my money. But for those of you who've said keep it, we're going to have to figure out a way to maybe, but you know, Give, Send, Go has all the documentation. So maybe there's a way to, to do that. Um, we'll see. I'll keep you posted on it. Um, don't miss the show last night. I've been really revved up lately about, oh, and let me say one other thing. Because, you know, some of the ankle biters, well, you know, uh, didn't like maybe the way I handled it. But those are people who don't mean anything for good. You can tell, right? And I just want to say a little pat on the back to myself. In these almost 15 months that Malone has put me through this. I still produce three shows a week. I still produce my three or, or got out my three coffee chats. I don't just like, you know, sit there on a whim and just like sit in front of the camera and just riv, riv it off. I mean, I do ribbing inside, riffing. It's hours and hours of research. It's time away from anything else in my life, right? But this is what I'm doing now, and I do it as a labor of love. Um, what I want to say is, don't forget, I still brought you critical pieces. I still brought you medical truth. I still, I didn't falter. I didn't take weeks or days off at a time. One or two days here and there when I was at, you know, out of town speaking at an event or something like that. And Tuesday, missed the coffee chat, you know, just overwhelmed with everything that was going on from Monday. Uh, so I'm proud of that. I'm proud that I didn't let Robert Malone in his false, fake lawsuit distract me. Was I distracted? Sure, I'm, I'm under threat. It's anxiety provoking. You gotta be constantly looking out and strategizing and waiting for slings and arrows. But I didn't let it get to me to the point where I didn't get you the valuable information that you need every day. 
kept up with it. I'm proud of that. So, and I thank God for the energy and the strength. So speaking of energy and strength, I'm always looking. I want to switch gears a little bit, okay? I want to switch gears. I am always telling you to look in your communities, you know, branch out in your county, maybe in the next county. Look for farming co-ops. You can find a lot of them at your local farmer's market on the weekends because they'll often have a booth there. But you got to look for them and they'll say farming co-op, you know, be a part of our community, buy our food. We're trying to survive. We want to bring you meat that has no mRNA, mRNA, no vaccines, no, you know, antibiotics. It's clean. We have small amounts of animal, you know, lots and, you know, you can buy a half a cow or you can, you know, get our fresh eggs and things like that. So you want to look beyond that, right? Now, I'm not talking about the vendors that come in in a truck from North Carolina or whatever. It's been on a truck for three days or worse. You know, it's got APL on it. So um, I found a place. You can find one too. But this place I found, I'm particularly excited about partnering with them. I'm a, I became a lifetime member yesterday. I went out and saw. that I'm going to bring some pictures. I wanted to let the owner give me his pictures. I don't want to in, you know, invade their privacy or give anything proprietary. This is an incredible setup. They're going to have farming. They already do small scale farming and they source beautifully. Uh, they're very particular about cleanly, the clean food and clean meats and all that. And they just, oh my God. So the methylene blue uh, started taking that. Uh, I've already started taking that, but I'm using theirs clearing of the fog, um, just feeling better. I'm going to try to work on my health in the new year. I'm starting now, but in the new year, because we all need to do that. You can't fight this thing that's happening with our government and our world right now, unless you're the, the best possible health you can be at. And let's face it, I'm not 20. My body's not going to be forgiving. I have got to work with my body and my mind, and I have to support it. I'm almost 70. I'm proud of it, but you know, there are parts of me that feel 70 sometimes. And so energy, you know, feeling really healthy, vibrant, energy, clear-minded. Uh, those are those are the areas that I want to work on. Drop a little weight, which is part of what gives you the energy, right? So I was excited to find the Loxahatchee Co-op. Now this is, and a lot of these you will find are what they call PMAs, private member associations. It's very reasonable. Like you could do a, you could do a yearly, I think it's a yearly for $25 a year. Come on. That allows you to become a member, which allows you to go in and, and buy the foods and buy their, you know, their, their grains are so wonderful and so clean. They've actually got a stair, like a, a UV room, which is in part of their, you know, compound there. It's absolutely fantastic. They do run a Saturday farmer's market, but again, it's for members only. I've posted some pictures. There's a, the website you want to use is quantumcollective.com. I've posted it on both Twitter and Telegram, and I think my other social media. So take a look at it. And I asked him if he had an affiliate program, and he said, we have a few affiliates. 
Um, but it's not like they're, 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 they want members. They want people to be part of their community. And they're great people. So go to quantumcollective.com uh, and you can become a member of the Loxahatchee Co-op. It's an incredible place. All right. And then you, there's, so he gave me a promo code. Of course, it's Ruby. And I believe they'll give you a discount. I think it's 10%. I'm not sure. Okay. There were already, I posted it last night on Telegram and there, uh, we were talking about something else around 11 o'clock at night. And he said, hey, a couple of orders came in. That's exciting. So, okay. Um, wanted to just wrap up by saying I'm really, you know, as we get to peak death and destruction, because remember, the all-cause mortality is shooting up from the shots. Um, more babies, children, and teens are dying. Heart attacks. I mean, are you kidding me? It is coming to fruition. We have not hit the peak yet. I'm sorry. So my point is, it will likely occur in the sports and celebrity circles, as it has to. They're a, you know, a slice of society, and it is. And so it's been happening. I think the NFL is quiet because there's a ton of pharma money that flows through. We're talking probably a billion or two flowing through the NFL. The NFL, to me, is dripping in satanic blood, okay? Because they are lockstep with pharma. Over 95% of the players took the shot. That's 1,700 people. And their staff across the nation is 3,000, more than 3,000 people. And 100% of the staff, maybe with one or, I don't know. But those are the stats I got. 3,000 staff members took the shot, plus 3,000 plus, and 1,700, almost 95% of the players. Go Aaron Rodgers! Good man. Come on the Dr. Jane Ruby show. We'll talk. Um, you're a hero. Many ways in one. And Travis Kelsey was paid $20 million to lie to the public. To do his little Band-Aid on his shoulder. Got yours, like, you know, got milk, got Pfizer. What a loser. And, you know, just like that bodybuilder, I posted him a few months ago. He's like, yeah, I got my, you know, got, got my shots. It's great. I'm doing, you know, I was peer pressured. That's okay. Look at me. He's like a big, big guy, right? Two weeks later, he's dead. Heart attack, stroke. I don't know what it was. You're going to see that happening more and more. But because the NFL is so flooded with, with Pfizer money, Quiet, quiet, even people who are injured. I'm sure NFL players that are injured and they're all, in addition to the heart attacks and the strokes and the dropping over and the dizziness and the myocarditis, their, their joints are being damaged. Of course they are. They're producing spike proteins and they're developing microclotting. Their tendons are fracturing. They're gonna try to uh, keep that under the rug. Because after all, if you're getting a billion dollars to shut up, even though you're injured, well, and I'm still getting my NFL contract because I'm sitting on the bench because I was injured and that was in my contract. Man, when they said money's the root of all evil, they weren't lying. But this celebrity endorsement thing, NFL endorsement, mark my words, it's coming back to bite them. And it's going to be more, um, more and more obvious. 
I did a big thing on Pierce Morgan. God, I got almost 200,000 views on that. People paid attention because this guy has tortured the public. And yes, the picture's old, but so what? The postings were two to three days before that. Give me a break, okay? Um, he's in the hospital. He was in the hospital and sick, sick as a dog. Don't split the hairs with me. Just get real, okay? So I did, I did last night's show. You got to watch it. It's got some crazy stuff with Keith Olbermann. Uh, the lies. I break down the lies in an ad that Travis Kelsey did. You'll really enjoy it. Um, and I did, I did a podcast. I also podcasted the, my victory, kind of thank the Lord speech on the dismissal. So don't miss that. Everything's on Rumble. Things have been late with Rumble because everybody should know by now they were cyber hacked or whatever. And, you know, it's been a mess. And I couldn't even upload last night's show directly. I had to, at 9 o'clock when I was trying to upload it, after trying to upload it several times and it wouldn't go because you get error message. I uploaded it a third time around 9 o'clock and I scheduled it for an hour later. And it, it went up and that seemed to do the trick. So thank you, Lord. Um, so everything has been a little, you know, kind of jumbled and pushed back on that. And uh, I wanted to point, so, so the, the point of that was, I'm gonna do a show on the whole Pierce Morgan thing. Uh, after I got the couple hundred thousand views on the Twitter, I think he got sick of seeing the notifications because he blocked me. Hi, Pierce. But if you all, see what you, what you guys need to understand is when I'm blocked by like Malone or like Pierce Morgan, if you retweet it, they are forced to see it over and over and over again. So you want, you want to help, help me give them the reality they need? Retweet, retweet, retweet. Okay, so I'm going to do a show on Pierce Morgan, probably Monday, maybe, maybe tomorrow. Um, and the other thing is the frauds. Remember what I said in the beginning of the year? The frauds, this is the note I'm going to end on. The frauds, the grifters, and the fakes, and the snake oil salesmen will all out themselves. I knew who they all were in January of this year. But, you know, I don't need five millionaires suing me, right? So I had to kind of parse it out and give you clues. But they, they, they're telling you themselves. And so, and they all came true. There isn't, this is what I mean. It's not my ego, it's reality. Every single person I've said to you, oh, be careful of that one. Be careful of this one. It's never, I've never been wrong. I would have liked to have been wrong. Would like to say, hey, person X looks to be a fame and money whore. Look, he took money from Big Pharma. Look, he did this. She did that. No one's ever been able to come back and say, look, Dr. Jane, you were wrong. They didn't do that. They didn't do that. It was a mistake. I would love it for obvious reasons. No one's ever been able to do it. It's my superpower from God. I smell them a mile away. And so I want to give a shout out to Dr. Simon Goddick. He's got about 650,000 followers on Twitter. I don't want to hear, I don't do Twitter. Look, these platforms are all going to be gone eventually in some way, shape, or fashion um, because they are owned and run by but right now we're getting a lot of information out yeah we're taking a personal risk we're taking a reputation i know i know the feds are in there listening i get it 
But what recourse do we have? We want to spread the word to our fellow citizens and humans. So give him a shout, pay attention to what he's doing. He's actually said he's put out a, he's putting out a thread on the wellness company and I'll let him do that. He's done the work, he deserves the credit and we'll see, we'll see if my concerns were valid. And then of course, you know, the little a-hole from Argentina, Mile, with his like, you know, with his, whatever that, you know, electric saw was, phony from the beginning, come on. Look at someone's background. Before you jump on the red meat, at least look and see what they've done. I've done that. There's a particular person who they, some people throw out once in a while as an expert. And if you look at his website, he's plagiarized things. You just have to look. It's in the public domain. And you'll dig deeper and he's got all these ties to the Chinese Communist Party. Just look. Just look. Thank you all for being with me, for the love, the support. We never know what's going to happen. I want you to know that nothing is ever 100% over. Uh, Malone can appeal this dismissal, although I think it would be really bad in the court of public opinion. I think he already looks like he's lost a lot of credibility. He's shown his cards as to who and what he really is, suing good people on his own side. Um, he can also sue me in another state, in Florida or whatever. But for now, Judge Norman Moon in the Western District of Virginia Federal District Court has spoken, and we are very grateful to God and to him for applying the law. So have a great, great day. See you tomorrow night on the Dr. Jane Ruby Show. Make sure you watch last night's show. Really appreciate it. Much love. Hi, everyone. Dr. Jane Ruby here with a quick message on how you should be protecting your retirement funds, your 401k, your IRAs. Did you know that you can protect them with physical gold and silver to avoid losing everything that you've built over your lifetime? Please call the experts at Augusta Precious Metals at 888-836-1890. At least talk to an expert. Learn more about how you can protect what you've built up so that if things go crazy, as we know they will in this economy, you've got some of your investments protected with tangible physical gold and silver. Every bit as valuable as real estate, something you can touch. They can't turn off, you know, with a flick of a switch. Call the people at Augusta Precious Metals. They're wonderful. They will educate you on what this is all about and what you need to do. And they will also provide you with some warnings about how to protect yourself from other companies that may be spreading lies and scamming you. That's Augusta Precious Metals at 888-836-1890. Medical Disclaimer. The Dr. Jane Ruby Show does not provide medical advice. The information, including but not limited to, texts, graphics, images, and other material contained on this show are for informational purposes only and does not establish any kind of patient-client relationship by your viewing or attempt to communicate with Dr. Jane Ruby. No material presented on the show is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider
with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment before undertaking a new health care regimen, and never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have seen on the show. Thank you for watching.